Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Hey, warmer from the low. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. We've got a great podcast for you, where you're going to be joined in just a few short minutes by Rob Donaldson. He does a great job with his YouTube channel at Rob Donaldson on YouTube.com, and he does a show slash podcast for Rob's Best Bets. You've seen him on the No Name Baseball Podcast and so much more. He's been joining me all season long. We're just going to be speculating as to what we're going to be getting in the World Series. We did have to do this before the ALCS game concluded between the Rangers and the Houston Astros, so a little bit behind the curtain there because the Greg Peterson experience that is from 9 to midnight Pacific, midnight to 3 Eastern, so I had to record this a little bit in advance, but i tell you right now as I record this, if it's not the Rangers in the World Series, something has went horribly wrong as I record this with them up by six runs, and Christian Javier, I haven't given the Astros one more off to myself, so not terrific there, but we're going to be taking a look at the X-Factors for all of these teams, diving into what we're going to be getting in terms of Game 7 between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies, and then in the final segment, going to get you guys picks and analysis for that Game 7 between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks as we touch them all. If you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter, slash X, timeline, at unitunderscore one Keep in mind, letters, yeah, they mean does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. Otherwise, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. them from there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast five, that five-star review. Did not get in any questions today, but boy, we have ourselves a Game 7 in the NLCS, and barring something absolutely insane, we've got the Rangers in the World Series. Let's see how we got there. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. Diamondbacks get it done by a count of 5-1. to one. We'll go with the completed game first, as Aaron Nola just simply did not have it. He gives up a pair of home runs in the second inning, and DK Network right a pick of the over. This was one that was rough. I counted at least two times in which there was a man on third and zero or one outs and he didn't get driven in. It might have been three. I couldn't tell if that was with two outs or with one out, but there was at least two times where there was a man on third and they couldn't drive him in as these two teams want to combine two of 17 with men in scoring position. So I'm salty about that. I 
am sorry, but I am continue to do write-up picks like that, those are going to hit. So I feel a little bit rough, but I know that the process was good as Aaron Nola, he did not have it, giving up those four runs in four and a third innings, taking them deep. Tommy Pham and Lourdes Gurriel, both of which were their second of the postseason. And Merrill Kelly, he really delivered. He was in a little bit of danger himself in the second inning, was able to wiggle out with a pair of men left in scoring position and had some command issues in the first two innings, but he was able to fill five innings, gave up three walks, one run, and then from there, bullpen piecemealed it together. Ryan Thompson, Andrew Salfrank, they combined for two scoreless signings. Kevin Ginkle, Paul Seawold, both give a scoreless setting. All these relievers for the Diamondbacks, by the way, through 15 pitches or less. So they should be able to come back for game number seven. Meanwhile, Michael Lorenzen, he held down the fourth for the Phillies. One and two-thirds inning scoreless. You had Orion Kerkering, who gave up a run in an inning. I always say his name wrong, so I do apologize to our good friend on the Philadelphia Phillies. And then Craig Kimbrell got a little bit hairy, but he was able to hold it down for a scoreless inning. And then Gregory Soto goes for a scoreless inning as well. And as I record this, we are currently midway through Rangers versus Astros. We're coming up on the end of the first five, and the Rangers are up by a count of 8-2. to two. And Christian Avier, he got one out. He allowed three runs, and sadly, that is not the worst performance we've seen thus far in this game, as he did allow a home run, as the Rangers coming off of him, Corey Seager, got his third home run season, and Adolis Garcia, his sixth home run, and I believe that is home run number three in his last three games. So he has been white out. That home run came off of Hunter Brown, who, hey, he bitched two innings, gave up one run. Perhaps he should have gotten the start. Phil Maton, along with Hector Neris, they combined for two scoreless innings with J.P. France. Four runs surrendered, and he only got a pair of outs. And the Astros, through four innings, went one of nine with runners in scoring position. Their main form of offense, Alex Bregman, fourth home run of the campaign. That came off of Max Scherzer, who allowed two runs and two two-thirds innings. And this is going to be of impact for Game 1 of the World Series, as the World Series is actually going to be getting started on Friday. So there is going to be rest for Jordan Montgomery, but he has come into the game. As I have done this, he has went one and a third innings. Have to wonder what his usage is going to be, and that's something that I'm going to be monitoring in. We're going to be relating on the show tomorrow, but looks like we're going to be getting the Rangers in the World Series, and we are all set for a solid Game 7, and we always get great analysis when this man is aboard. As joining me now, we have Rob Donaldson. He does absolutely excellent work taking a look at so many different things, everything from college football to baseball. I know that he is set for college basketball season as well. He does it all. He does amazing work over on his YouTube feed at youtube.com slash Rob Donaldson, where You'll see Rob's best bet show that is typically five plus times a week when we are in season. He's been doing a great job on so many fronts. And we'll find him on Twitter slash X at Rob DFBL together. And Rob, always great to get you aboard. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on, Greg. And man, I mean, you just kind of outlined it, but what a fun time of the year to be a sports better and a sports fan just in general. And we are getting down the wire where we're starting to have a picture of what the World Series could potentially look like. And it's shaping up to be a really, really good one, I think. Yep, I think that it is going to be an amazing one, and it's looking like we're going to be getting a Game 7 as well. We are doing this as we're in the back half of the Arizona Diamondbacks versus Philadelphia Phillies game, but what did you just make out of what we've seen thus far in Game Number 6, and what we might be able to get in Game Number 7, because assuming we do get a Game Number 7, you have to figure that that's going to be Brandon Fopp versus Rangers Suarez, and literally every single bullet that these two teams can sort of come up with in their bullpen. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. And 
Brandon Fott is a guy that has been proving me wrong in the back half of the season because his hard hit rates were really concerning for 90% of the regular season. And even at the beginning against the Brewers where they're having a short leash on him, it just kind of made you think, uh, well, maybe there's not a a lot of confidence here. But man, his last two, three starts have been rock solid. And he's definitely going to give the Diamondbacks a chance here, in my opinion. Depends how much they burn through tonight, but we are in store definitely for interesting game seven regardless. Yeah, and assuming that we do get this game number seven, how would you play the bullpen situation if you're both of these teams? Because we've seen some very unconventional things in game number seven. And as we know as well, both of these teams, they are going to have time to rest as well because whoever makes it to the World Series, they don't have to play until until Friday. So I would be very curious to see if you do see something funky, like a Zach Wheeler coming out for the ninth inning for the Philadelphia Phillies. Maybe you see Zach Allen going for the years of the Diamondbacks in the ninth inning. I say that, and I mean, it's all hypothetical, and it sounds stupid on paper, but we both know that we have seen it time and time again, going back to when Max Scherzer pulls out that series for the LA Dodgers against the Giants two years ago. Yeah, and what's really great about a team like the D-backs is – They really have nothing to lose. They're not expected to be here. And if they do force a game seven against this Phillies team that everybody was just jumping on top of the, you know, pull off a sweep in this series, they are going to unload the gun as much as they can. And what really wouldn't surprise me in terms of just a strategy, you know, maybe this is overthinking it. Maybe it's not. But when you look at the top half of that lineup and the expectations of Brandon Fott being the starter for game seven, it wouldn't surprise me if the D-backs decide, hey, Let's try to neutralize Schwarber. Let's try to neutralize Bryce Harper early on in that first inning and maybe toss out a guy like a Joe Mantiply with a left-handed arm and then have Brandon Fott come in, kind of go on cruise control for maybe four or five, and then you unload the Seawalds of the world and or the Zach Gallons even. Just kind of unload the gun to try to get to the World Series. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Lavello's definitely been one of the more aggressive managers over the years, and it's just there's so many different ways you can go about it, and it's going to be really interesting to see how Lavello really handles a win or go home type of game here in Game 7 if it does come to that. Yep, I am right there with you, and a little bit surprising as well as we all thought that it was a little bit of a foregone conclusion that we would be getting a Philadelphia Phillies versus perhaps Houston Astros World Series, but that is very much in question. As joining me on the show, we do have Rob Donaldson. Does a great job with the show slash podcast. Rob's the best. Best right here on the baseball betting show. And Rob, we do not know how game seven turned out as we are recording this, but I mean, it was a stunning series to say the least. And regardless of which team was able to win in game number seven, I'm sure that both of them would rather see the Arizona Diamondbacks because the way I view the World Series is, regardless of if it is Astros or Rangers, they'd be a pretty sizable favorite, in my opinion, against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Meanwhile, against the Philadelphia Phillies, they should be a little bit of an underdog for the Rangers, probably more of a modest underdog for the Astros, a slight underdog. But I think both of those teams would be up against it against the Phillies. Meanwhile, if either of those teams draw the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think that they're really staring at a good opportunity and home field advantage throughout the series. It's definitely going to be fireworks regardless of which matchup, whether it's the Diamondbacks versus the Rangers, whether it's the Phillies versus the Astros or the Phillies versus the Rangers, or even the Diamondbacks versus the Rangers as well. There's definitely going to be some runs being scored, and there's going to be some games where we have a guy like a Nathan Navaldi going up on the mound or Justin Verlander on the hill where we feel pretty confident that they can neutralize the other team's offense. But outside of maybe the one 
and twos on these rotations, there could be a lot of extra base hits, a lot of excitement, and just a lot of passion out of the players that are going to be potentially on the on those rosters in the World Series. So I'm curious to see what happens here in Game 7. I'm leaning towards the Astros pulling out a winner here, but anything is possible, especially if we get a better version of Max Scherzer that we haven't really been seeing over his last few starts. And I do think that that is an X factor, regardless of if we do get the Rangers or the Astros, because with the Astros, Framber Valdez, another rough start in game number six for the Astros to win a World Series, in my opinion. They would need him to be firing off cylinders and vice versa for the Texas Rangers, Max Scherzer, too, as well. And that's a big question mark that you do have with both of these American League teams. They've got some pitching that has been a little bit suspect, and we did see the Astros bullpen in game number six as well have their issues as well, though all in all, guys like Brian Presley and company, they have been pretty rock solid, but it's all about for either of those teams finding that additional starter to get back to peak form. Yeah, and what's really interesting about Framber Valdez right now is it feels like he's being a little bit too finesse, where these walks that are happening in this postseason so far really just weren't there throughout the regular season where he was just kind of a I'm going to attack you every single time type of pitcher. And now it's like he's trying to dabble a little bit too much and he's getting burnt by it with these, you know, at bats at last seven, eight, nine pitches. Very curious to see if the Astros do make the World Series, whether or not he changes his approach up when he goes up against a lineup full of lefties and powerful left-handed bats as well. Yeah, we're in an interesting spot with all of these rotations because outside of the first two, again, when you look at every single one of these teams, They really only have two guys you can truly rely on. And then a third, maybe kind of reliable option. And then absolutely nothing after the fact. You know, when you look back to last year and the Phillies had that exact same formula, everybody was kind of, you know, crapping on them and saying, hey, you can't win a World Series when you only have two starters who are going deep in the games and, and giving you quality starts. Well, that's pretty much every single team left in the field of play this year. So when we're talking about, you know, potential fireworks in the World Series, that's kind of why we're leaning into that idea of, you know, that coming to fruition. Yeah, I do think so as well as we do have Rob Donaldson, who does great work with the show slash podcast. Rob's the best. best show to me right here on the Baseball Betting Show. And something else that we know as well is that there is going to be a layoff before the World Series. The World Series is going to be getting going on Friday and how do you view that for all four of these teams? And does that play a little bit of an advantage slash disadvantage for any of these teams? Because I do think that it's a relative equal just because both of these series have gone very deep. And I do think that it is just a little bit strange in general because we know that these baseball players, they are creatures of habit. And if anything, I think that that yields to perhaps a little bit of a higher scoring game number one because it does feel like when you do have these layoffs, it's typically the pitcher's that it feels like are a little bit more out of sorts, even though they get the additional rest. Yeah, it's definitely a healthy balance. I I think the Rangers would be the team I would point to and say, you know, if they do happen to make the World Series, that would benefit them the most because Max Scherzer, right now, he isn't really in a rhythm whatsoever. And he's also coming off of an injury. We're definitely not seeing the best version of him over his last two, three starts. Naturally, you just have to expect a little bit more. And he really would be the X factor for the Rangers in any matchup in the World Series because we know what happens when he is red hot. I mean, even if it is a Rangers-Phillies matchup in the World Series, when he went up against the Phillies, I think it was back in June or July, he was throwing up double-digit Ks. He looked rock, rock solid. 
And now if he were to face the Phillies lineup, say today or two days prior to today, I don't think that it would be the same kind of result that are the same kind of max that we're used to seeing. So I definitely think the Rangers would benefit the most from a layoff, especially with Jordan Montgomery having been worked so hard and so frequent in this playoff cycle so far. Yeah, that would definitely be the team that I would say the layoff would benefit the most there. Oh, absolutely. I'm right there with you with the Texas Rangers as well, just because with the Rangers, I was feeling all throughout the postseason, the shorter the series were, the better it was for them because of that Max Scherzer injury because they don't necessarily have a ton of pitching. So I do think that that gives them a little bit of a leg up, just like this podcast gets a leg up whenever you join a Rob. You do absolutely amazing work. Take a look at baseball, football, basketball. I know you, much like myself, are all set for the upcoming college basketball season. So love the good people at home. Know it's all on tap for you and how people are able to follow along on social media and other platforms. Yeah, love coming on, um, Greg. And anytime you want to have me, like I've always said, I'm definitely willing to make some time and be here. And for those who aren't one to follow my bets every single day, I am posting them on X at RobDFB. And you can also find my video formats and my commentary on just my bets in general and just the landscape of sports, whether it's college football, NFL or baseball and even college basketball coming up here as well. And you can do that on YouTube at Rob Donaldson. So thank you for having me on, Greg. And I look forward to continuing to talk to you as this season unfolds here. Oh, absolutely. Our good friend Rob has been doing an incredible job all season long, taking a look at this great game of baseball. We are going to be getting an amazing World Series, and he is all set for it. Big thanks to Rob for joining me on the Baseball Bank Show, now part of the Beast and Family Podcast. And coming up next, we've got ourselves a Game 7 with regards to the NLCS. I give you picks and analysis on it next as we are tomorrow. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family of Podcasts. Always great to be able to get Rob Donaldson aboard. He does a great job with his YouTube channel, posting up all of his best bets. I know he's been doing some work with Underdog Fantasy, the No Name Baseball Podcast, this guy does a little bit of everything, and every single time he joins this podcast, he always lends impeccable insights. So, a big thanks to Rob for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast. I give you picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this Baseball Tuesday, which is one as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter slash X feed at GNN underscore D1. 
We've got one game on the board, so it makes it very easy to know what the DK Network write-up pick is going to be and to be able to keep things all nice, clean, and organized. So let's dive in on it. It is game number 937-938 on the board. The Diamondbacks are on the road facing off against the Philadelphia Phillies with the right to the World Series on the line. As It's going to be Rangers Suarez going for the Phils, and you got Brandon Fought, who is on the bump for Arizona. Total on this game is 8.5. Over is any between minus 110 to a minus 120. The under is any between even and minus 110. With the Phillies, they're between minus 152 to minus 155 favorites. Between plus 130 and plus 142, your number on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I have given out very, very few run lines as write-up picks this year. I think I've done maybe two? And I remember one of those was when I took the Brewers on the run line against the Oakland A's, and that was like the one time that the Oakland A's got hot. So go figure there. But we're going to ride with the run line in this spot of the Philadelphia Phillies as my write-up. I set the money line in this one at a minus 178, but if you take a look throughout the pro season, Favorites have had a little bit of a miserable run of things, but depending upon your closing numbers, you've had either one or two favorites be able to win every one of these games by multiple runs. The one game in question is the Astros versus Texas Rangers game number five because the Rangers opened up as favorites. Some books close the Astros as a very slight favorite. Other books close the Texas Rangers as a very slight favorite. So a little bit of question mark there, but these favorites, when they win, they have been winning by multiple runs. And I do think that this bunch is going to be able to get to Brandon Fought. Brandon Fought overall for the season has an ERA right around five on the road during the regular season at a 572 ERA and entering into the series overall between the regular season and the postseason. Entering into that game number three start, 559 ERA with 1.9 home runs per nine innings allowed going up against a Phillies team that entered into game number six averaging 5.7 runs per game. They still have 23 home runs here in 12 games and I do think that the offense, unlike yesterday, it is going to be able to get going. You've had Yohan Rojas be solid in the field, not necessarily provide a lot at the plate, but darn near everyone else. Likes of Brandon Marsh, Bryson Stott have all been able to come through here in the postseason for the Philadelphia Phillies. Alec Bohm has been a little bit hit or miss himself, needs to be pointed out, but all in all, these Phillies hitters, one through, I'm going to call it eight, have all been able to do a relatively solid job. We have seen Nick Cassianos get a little bit cold after he had five home runs in three games, but you still have Trey Turner, Bryce Harper here in the postseason, both providing north of a 430 on base. With Turner, he continues to hit a 370. Kyle Schwarber has already went deep five times in this series as well. He certainly has the Arizona Diamondbacks number, and for the Diamondbacks, they did have to use up quite a few bullpen pieces yesterday, though I will say, everyone that came out of the Diamondbacks bullpen yesterday did throw 15 pitches or less. So they should be good to go there. You do have a Diamondbacks lineup that from July 1st up until what we have seen right now, they've been averaging about 4.1 runs per contest. The only National League team averaging fewer runs per game in that time span is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Christian Walker has been a little bit over the place here in the postseason, hitting a buck 94, not really supplying a lot of power. You did see Tommy Pham go deep yesterday, but that was just the second home run of the postseason. Here in the playoffs, he, Lourdes Gurriel, both between a 244 and a 250 on base. Evan Longoria's had a tough time being able to move the line as well. You've got a lot of question marks. Sands really Ketel Marte in this fold. Now, Corbin Carroll's been able to get on base, but he really hasn't had a lot of great moments himself with Marte and Carroll both giving you a 375 plus on base, but with Carroll just hasn't been able to provide a lot of power recently. And 
for the bullpen situation as well. I feel like it's much better for the Philadelphia Phillies. As they actually used Craig Kimbrell yesterday, and as strange as it sounds, that's a big, giant upgrade because you're going to have available your trustworthy arms. You're going to have some like a Matt Strom available. You're going to have Jose Alvarado, who's provided a sub-two ERA all season long. Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jeff Hoffman, all these guys are going to be in the fold. Meanwhile, for the years in the Diamondbacks, this team was 18th in the big leagues all season long with regards to bullpen ERA here in the playoffs. They've posted up well north of a 3-3 ERA as well. You've had guys like a Kevin Ginkle be able to come through for this team, but Joe Mantapai, Miguel Castro, these are guys that were just untrustworthy during the regular season. They've had their hiccups here in the postseason as well. And for Rangers Suarez, the home numbers have not been good for him all season long. It's been very strange, by the way. As for Rangers Suarez, he entered into game number three with a 259 road ERA, which actually went down with that start compared to a 520 home ERA. I think that that's just a little bit of a matter of circumstance. Ranger Suarez has been a master at being able to get soft contact as we know. This is a ballpark in which a little bit cooler this time of year. Actually, not bad temperatures considering it's super late October. You're seeing it in like the low 60s, so not the world's worst hitting weather. You'd like to be a little bit better if you're looking at an over. And I'm going to be taking a look at an over just because I do think that thought in this big of a spot is going to be having some of his falters. And I do think that Ranger Suarez is going to be giving up some runs as well. But I have more faith in this Philadelphia Phillies lineup. They've got that track record of success. They've got the big game experience. And this is the Arizona Diamondbacks. First time here. I do think that the Diamondbacks crater under the moment. And I think that the trend of these favorites being able to win by multiple runs, it is going to continue. My DK Network write-up pick, that is going to be laying a run and a half with the Phillies, getting between about a plus 130 to a plus 135. I recognize that some of you guys are not necessarily comfortable with that. I would still advise a money buy and play if you're uncomfortable with that as well. It's a little bit more chalky, but choose your own adventure there. I personally will be going with the run line to go along with this little over. And now wrap things up for the Tuesday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family of Podcasts. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at GNN underscore ID1. Keep in mind, the letter CM, maybe it does not matter. As per usual, please send these into the timeline and the other way. That's fine in Apple Podcast Review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you are able Able fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via the five-star review. And a big thanks to Rob Donaldson for joining me in the last segment. And I'm coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season on this podcast. I might take one day off when we have that layoff for the World Series. But every single game day, I'm here for you guys. And I'll be back with you tomorrow once we figure out what we're getting in the World Series. Thank you so much for tuning in. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.